to the Love Life Church podcast and thank you for checking us out. We love God, love people, and love life, and we hope this message encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. We're about to throw down on a new series. I hope you all came ready because I am so excited. We're going to throw down on a new series titled A Fixed Heart. A fixed heart. How many are ready? Let's go. A fixed heart. A relentless heart. A devoted heart. Come on. This is the year of what? Being relentless. 2023 is the year of being relentless. That's a mindset. That's a heart attitude. It's time to get the right mindset about life. It's time to get the right mindset about having victory. It's time to get the right mindset about who you are in Christ Jesus. It's time to get the right mindset. Let's go. We're no longer victims. We're no longer product of our generation. We're no longer just a product of our training, of our parents repeating history, repeating history. No, let's make history with a relentless heart after God, right? With a devoted heart after God. Man, I came pumped up. Let's go. You want to know why? Because the word of God fires me up. It doesn't matter what's going on in this world. It doesn't matter what's going on in my own life. It doesn't matter whatever. The word of God comes alive and I'm going to believe the word. I'm going to trust the word and I'm going to fix my heart. I'm going to fix my eyes. I'm going to fix my attention on Jesus because he is greater. He is able. He is willing. Let's go. Let's go. A relentless heart is a relentless mindset and it's a relentless attitude. How many are ready to have a relentless attitude after God? A heart after God, after his will, after his promises, after his word, right? This is a decision we got to make. David said in Psalms 57, 7, my heart is fixed, O God. My heart is established, steadfast, and confident. I will sing and make melody. Hallelujah. Right? Come on. Let me tell you about my Jesus. What are we singing hallelujah over? Over the problems, right? Over the storms, over that test, over whatever's going on in your life. Hallelujah. Encourage yourself in the Lord. Encourage your soul. Remind yourself who your God is. Hallelujah. Let's go. My heart is confident, oh God. My heart is confident. I will sing and I will sing praises. My heart is unwavering. Come on, my heart is unwavering. That's what he's, David's singing to the Lord and he's singing to his own soul. My heart, listen up heart. Come on, listen up heart. You're confident, you're relentless. Anybody felt like giving up? Remind yourself who you are in Christ Jesus. Remind yourself, speak the word. My heart is unwavering, oh God. My heart is unwavering. I will sing and make music. Woo-hoo, wee! 
I, this is like different translations of this scripture, of this verse. And this should be different translations of our life. Come on. Hallelujah. Let's make some music for Jesus. Let's make some noise. Reminding ourselves. Instead of just crying about the situations. Instead of just being a victim of what's happened to us. And repeating the story. Repeating the negative narrative. Repeating all the trash that you've been hearing on the news. Repeat, repeat, repeat. You sound just like everybody else. How about we sound like David? Hallelujah. Come on. Let me tell you about my Jesus. Let me tell you about my Jesus. David said, I am faithful to you, oh God. You can trust in me. How many are ready to tell God, I'm faithful to you. I'm devoted to you. God, you can trust in me to get your will done, to get your plan done, to get your purposes done here on this earth. You can trust me, God, come on. I am faithful. I will sing and I'll play music for you, my God. My heart is committed. Oh, God, my heart is committed, so I will sing and I will praise you. I love this. I am determined. All these are choices that every single one of us have to make. It's not because I'm greater, they're greater, whoever's greater. No, it's because they decided to fix their heart on God. Fix your heart on the word. My heart is committed. My, I am determined. I am determined, oh God, and I will sing your praises. My heart will not be moved, oh God. My heart cannot be moved. How many are ready to proclaim that? My heart cannot be moved. My will, my soul, my emotions will not be moved. Because I fix my heart on God. Prepared is my heart, oh God. Prepared is my heart. I will sing and I will praise you. A fixed heart is a prepared heart. A prepared heart, come on, is a decision that you make in advance. You already know in advance what you will decide. I will decide, I will choose to serve the Lord no matter what. You make that decision in advance. Anybody been there? Anybody been there? You make the decision in advance. Somebody comes up, says, hey, gets in your DMs. Would you want to go to this? Would you like to go to drink? Would you like to go party? Would you want to go, hey, hey, hey. Is your heart set? Is your heart established? Is your heart fixed? Are you wavered? These are facts. This is what we got to ask ourselves. You prepare your heart. That means you make the decision in advance. I will serve the Lord. You make the decision in advance. So when the, when the temptation, when the whatever comes, you've already made the decision. You've already fixed your heart. I will accomplish these goals that I've set out for myself. I will accomplish these health goals. I will accomplish these financial goals with and by the grace of God. But set your heart. Get determined. Be relentless. Get focused. What are you focusing on? Whatever you focus on, that's what you magnify. We're going to magnify the Lord because he is good and he is able. But we got to be relentless. we got to be relentless, right, to fix our heart, to prepare our heart. This is a decision that we make in advance. We already know in advance the decision we make. we got to keep our commitments, right, no matter what happens in this life. No matter what happens, my heart is committed. 
No matter what opportunity comes up in my life, my heart is committed. It's committed to serve God and his plan and his will for my life. I have had an opportunity. Like, I could pay you so much. I I need you to work for me. People see me all fired up. I need you to come work for my company. I'm like, you can't afford me. They're like, yeah, you know what? I could pay you a lot more than that church. <laughs> Let me tell you. Come on, let's talk some numbers. I'm like, no, you can't afford loyalty. There is no price on loyalty. This heart is devoted, called by God, submitted, surrendered to his will, to his plan, trusting in him as my provider. You are not my source. You know, and it was so funny because that guy was like, well, okay, you're going to go that way. He's like, and that's why I want you because, you know, you want that kind of, you got some loyal people in the world. Where are they at? Where they at? Where they at? Right? Hard to find. You know where the loyalty is? The decision you made in your heart. That's right. Hey, I heard that. Come on, a prepared heart. No matter what happens in this life, my heart is committed. My heart is devoted. My heart is surrendered to do the will of God. God, your will be done in my life. Your will, not my will, your will be done. You are the Lord of my life, right? This surrender is a daily decision. And all the married people said, amen. That's a daily decision. That's right. I woke up again next to your face. And we will decide again tomorrow, (laughs) right? This surrendered heart that God is the Lord and Savior of your life, it's a daily decision. It's a daily commitment. And let me tell you, it's a daily discipline. God, not my will, your will be done. Not my plans, your plans. Not my purpose, your purpose. And in that surrender, God makes his plans bigger, greater, stronger than you could ever dream of, right? In this era and this generation, we got a hard time committing, right? Yes, and amen. We all know this is true, right? We got a hard time committing to anything or anyone that does not amuse us, please us, affirm us, gratify us, flatter us. Oh, no, we ain't got time for that, right? No, we don't want yes people in our life. We want people who can tell us what's up. We want people to tell us and let us know when you're off. And we want encouragers too, right? We need to encourage each other, but we also need people to be like, hey, What's up? We don't want yes people, right? All this, we're just seeking affirmation, seeking yes people, seeking people like, will you amuse me? Will you entertain me? Will you flatter me? Will you flatter me? And, you know, it's never enough like the little leech. Give, give, give. No thanks, right? This is to our demise. It's time to rise up and be relentless in our commitments. Our yes is yes and our no is no. One of the greatest things you'll learn to say is no, Sometimes it's like, I'm embarrassed. I, I, I don't know what they're going to think about me. They're going to think I'm better than them. No, just say no. If you don't want to go, say no. You end up in a situation, in a circumstance, in a place you had no business doing because what? You couldn't say no. And we're wondering why our kids can't say no when you grown-ups can't say no. Let's go. Ready, everybody? No. No. We say yes to Jesus. We got it backwards. We say no to Jesus. He's like, we got these plans and these persons. No, 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 that's too big. Somebody asks us for some silly, stupid stuff. Okay. I'm not busy. I'm bored. I got nothing to do. 
Get in the word. Anyways, time to rise up, be relentless in our commitments. Choosing to have a relentless heart after God. A heart after God. A heart after his plan, his will. Let's go. Making the daily decision to choose him as Lord and Savior. He's the king of my life. Lord of my life. Lord of my decisions. And Savior of my life. Right? Of my everyday life of my everyday decisions, Lord and Savior over my spirit, soul, and body, Lord and Savior over my relationships, Lord and Savior over my career path. We got some young people and the career path they are looking to. You about to sell your soul. Shut that thing off. I can't wait to turn 18. I can't wait to turn 18. Why? Crickets. If that's for you, pick it up. No, Jesus is the Lord and Savior over my career path. He's the Lord and Savior over my finances. He's the Lord and Savior over my finances, my health. He's the Lord and Savior over my thought life. Come on, you're ready to be free from mental illness? You're ready to be free from this torment of these patterns that you have uh, established? Let's go. Lord and Savior set you free, redeemed you. We just need to... Renew our mind to his way of doing things. He's got a way of doing things. This world's got a way of doing things. This, our parents have a way of doing things. We've got to renew our minds to the, God's way of doing things, right? Making him the Lord of our life, not just the Lord of our church life. Not just the Lord of our wish list prayer life. Anybody got a wish list prayer life? Wish list. Jesus, Jesus, genie in a bottle. Wish list. Jesus, wish list. I mean, people ask me about my vision board. I got stuff on there. I got things on there. I've got dreams. I've got plans. I got five-year plans. I got 10-year plans. Man, the older that I get, I'm like, let's go. We need bigger plans, right? We got things on there. And um, a girl asked me, can I see your vision board? And I'm like, no. No, that's between me and God. It has nothing to do with you. And she's like, why, you got a man on there? You got a picture? I'm like, do you even know me? <laughs> and, then, and then I was like, I don't. And I'm like, God, <laughs> I didn't put no man on the vision board. But I'm like, hey, I'm good. That wasn't my plan. That, you know, it wasn't my vision. It was just hilarious, right? Whatever. That was for free. Jesus is the Lord of my life. The Lord of every area of my life, right? Not just wish list. No, we have communication with God continuous communication with him about our everyday life, his plan, his purpose, right? Making a relentless decision to choose Jesus, waking up every single day, waking up every single day, declaring, preparing, and manifesting a fixed heart after God. We're declaring, we're preparing, we're manifesting our I am's, speaking who we are in Christ Jesus. We're declaring, preparing, manifesting that fixed heart after God. Waking up in the morning, my heart is fixed on you, oh God. Instead of waking up in the morning and checking your status and checking your emails, checking your bank account, checking if that deal went through, checking if so-and-so still likes you. No. No. Wake up in the morning, 
My heart is fixed on you, O God. My heart is established in your word, O God. My heart is confident in you alone, O God. Come on. My heart is unwavering. I am faithful to you alone, O God. You can trust me. My heart is committed to you, oh God. My heart is determined to do your will today, oh God. My heart will not be moved. My heart cannot be moved. Prepared is my heart. I already prepared my decision ahead of time. So I don't care what happens in this life. I don't care if we lose this, lose that. You're in the doctor's office. You're in this financial this. You're in this all kinds. You got this in the mail. My heart is prepared. My heart is prepared, speaking your word, your plans, your purpose. We've already come too far not to trust you to go further. Take me all the way. Let's go all the way to the other side. My heart is prepared, oh God. A prepared heart is a ready heart. Ready for what? Ready to hear the word. Ready to hear the word and accept the word and do the word and bear much fruit. That's a prepared heart. My heart is prepared for your word. My heart is prepared, is prepared for some correction, right? Because let me tell you, we're going to have some correction. Preparing our heart is our responsibility. Preparing your heart for the word is your responsibility. At the end of this game, you can't blame nobody. It's just you before God yourself. pay your heart now. <laughs> Don't be scared. But if you have a face-to-face -face relationship with him right now, you ain't scared of the face-to-face -face relationship with him then. We're going to be accountable though. All that wood, hay, and stubble like, ooh, I talked a lot, Lord. <laughs> Whoosh. There's going to be a big old fire. <laughs> There's going to be some good stuff in there too. Amen, amen, amen. Preparing our heart is our responsibility. You can't blame nobody before your funky attitude. You can't blame that church, that pastor, that post, that, you know, that mean church lady. She said this about me. You know how many church ladies said something about me? Move on. Get over it. You know, it's just every generation coming up. You're like, mm. right? Every, now, the older I get, I'm like, oh, here it is. I am. I am that, too. Whatever. Right, whatever. Preparing your heart is your responsibility. Cultivating a soft, humble, hungry heart for God. You have to keep your heart. You have to guard in your heart. You guard your heart means you guard the word of God in there. You garden out any of that negative experience. You garden out any of those negative things and those failures. You garden those out and you guard and protect God's word in there. Cultivating a soft heart. What are you soft to? To the word of God. A humble heart. Let me tell you, humble yourself or you will be humbled. Humble yourself before God. God, I need some help. I need some direction. I need some guidance in this area. Go before him and find grace in the time of need. Seek him and you will find. Cultivate a soft, humble heart, seeking him first. You know what we do is we seek everybody else first. We try and we, we're going through something and someone says something and we go and get everybody's opinion. You know what she said? Look at, we screenshot their post. We screenshot their text message. Screenshot, screenshot. Look, look what you made me do. No, right? Look what she said to me. 
Look at what he said to me. Well, you want me on your side? Because that's not how we play. Come to me with that. Guess what's happened? We all going to go in a room. Okay, this is what she said, you said, and he said, she said, and we said, and then everybody's embarrassed. But that's accountability. That's somebody who loves you. That's so somebody says, no, we're not going to allow the enemy in here with some division. No, we're going to put a stop to that, right? That's for free. That's whatever. Seek him first. We should have that unity. When we're unified, we're unstoppable. And that's what the enemy doesn't want us, to be on the same page. He wants us divided against each other because of that stank eye. You know what? She was just sneezy that day. Or she could have had a bad day. It's not about you. Believe the best. When you start believing the best, you bring out the best in people. Like, man, why are people so nice to you? Believe the best. I get the best version of them. People can't wait to hang out with you because they're like, man, I like how I am around you. Believe the best. Believe the best. Cultivate soft at heart. Seeking him first. Seek God's, seek God's will first. Seeking his word. Fixing our hearts, minds, will, and emotions on the word. How many ready to get off the emotional roller coaster? Right? Wee! I mean, like, to live with you, we don't even know who you are going to be that day. Who came out of the house? Everybody walking on eggshells just, just trying to decide who you are today. And you're like, I don't know who I am either. Speak the I am's right now in Jesus' name, right? Fix your heart, minds, will, emotions on the word. Not a slave to your emotions. Fix your heart. Establish your heart. Commit your heart. Jesus said in Mark 4.20, And seeds sown on the good ground, relentless hearts, are the ones who hear the word and receive the word and accept the word and welcome the word and receive the word, wait, and understand the word and bear much fruit. Some 30, some 60, and some even a hundred times. This is the important part. We need to hear the word, welcome the word, accept the word, and it's time to understand the word. It's time to get an understanding. It's time to come to know who God is, who Jesus is, who you are in them, who the Holy Spirit is, comforter, let's go, teacher, guide. We're, we're looking to sugar to be our comforter. <laughs> You know what? Like, it is not a party unless there's sugar. We did not have a birthday unless there's sugar. We did not have a low, depressing time unless sugar came. Give me the sugar. And the Holy Spirit's like, sugar, I'm right here. <laughs> Come on, Holy Spirit, our comforter, our guide, our teacher. Wake up to the Holy Spirit and say goodbye to sugar. <laughs> Come on, welcome the word, understand the word, bear much fruit. We got to prepare our heart as good ground. We are responsible for the condition of our heart. We got to prepare our heart ready for correction where we need it. When correction comes, I am unoffendable. I am unoffendable. I am hard to offend. I say that every day. I am hard to offend. I am hard to offend, 
right? You got to tell yourself you're hard to offend because every little thing you hear, you offended. Who offended you? Everybody. Yet your tone offended me. Your driving offended me. Your ugly self offended me. Check yourself. No. Where do I need correction? I will not be offended by the word of God. I will not be offended by correction. I'm going to learn to love correction. I'm going to learn to love those who want to pour into me, right? Ready for instruction wherever we need instruction. Receiving the word, accepting the word, welcoming the word, understanding the word. You hear the word, you hear a scripture, something goes out, it tugs on your heart, ask God for a revelation. God, I need understanding of that. Give me understanding, give me discernment. What does this mean? I want to know what this means to my life, right? Bearing much fruit. Once that understanding comes, you can start to bear fruit of these things, of the word, generating and producing change that we all desire. Come on, we all want change, right, to be transformed into the image of Christ. But sometimes we're just waiting for the perfect conditions. Anybody been there? Just waiting for the perfect timing, waiting for the perfect timing to make a change. So once this happens, then I'm going to change. And then once I get this in order, then I'll change. You know, all that. Once I win the lottery, then I'll tithe. If you can't give on your $10 right now, you think you're going to give on a $10 million? That's a lie. You got to be faithful with what's in your hand today. This is who you are. The habits you have right now, right? What's in your hand today? We're just waiting for this perfect timing. You know, when Monday comes, then I'm going to start. You know, once I, once I feel better, start now. Start now. Make change. Make change. The, the, the making change starts with your decision. And even if you start with five minutes, with one minute, with meditating on God's word for two seconds, Think about God's word. Do you know what I mean? Start a practice. Just start. Just, oh, wait, when I have a prayer closet. Oh, wait, when I get a new house. And, oh, when I, when I, get, a little, when I get a little prayer sofa. Oh, you're waiting and you're waiting and you're waiting. And God's like right there. Talk to me. Let's go. Wherever you need to do, right? We're waiting for this perfect timing. But what we need to do is fix our heart on God. We don't need to wait for a perfect timing to fix our relationships you know, to fix our money problems, to fix our bad habits. Once this, once this starts, then I'll do this. Or once so-and-so changes, then I'll change. Once they get it together, then it will be easy for me. You know, those couples. Well, once my husband stops eating trash, then I will. And once my sister and once my so-and-so, and once these kids get older, and once they get bigger, then I'll finally have some money. If you can't save $2 now, you're not going to save $2 when they're big. They still going to need money, actually. <laughs> hey, mom. No. Get a job, okay? Whatever. We're waiting for these perfect circumstances, right? But change starts when we decide to change. Make the decision to be relentless. Make the decision right now. This is the moment. Make the decision, right, when we decide to hear the word of the Lord for Love Life Church for 2023. God said we're going to have to be relentless, that we'd have to be relentless. It's time to be relentless, stay relentless, right, no matter what. When David wrote Psalms 57, 
He was on the run as an enemy of the state. Y'all think you got a bad boss? You think you got a bad situation? Imagine being enemy of the state, on the run. They got every camera on you. They got locating you after your life. You know, ain't nobody got it that bad. King Saul and his army were out to kill David. And David decided to fix his heart on God. That's when he's writing these psalms. That's when he's fixing his heart on Jesus. He's singing a hallelujah, right? He's thanking God. David decides to fix his heart. He's like, God, your will be done in my life. David could have killed Saul a few times. Imagine your enemies right there. You could just take them. Ah, revenge is right there in your hand. You know that your flesh wants to take revenge. Post revenge. Do whatever, right? David could have killed Saul, but David spared King Saul's life. David cast his care upon the Lord. He's like, I'm not going to take his life. Yes, he is, that king is crazy and he is a hot mess, but Lord, that's your problem. <laughs> you take care of him. How many of us have been there? We're trying to fix our problems when you should cast it to God. Give it to him. Let him take care of it. Not my will, your will be done, right? Jesus, um, uh, David cast his care on God. He wasn't taking matters into his own hands, trusting God's word, trusting God's timing, right? And what was he doing? Keeping his heart right before God. He was keeping his heart right before God. I fixed my heart. I fixed my heart. My heart is established. My heart is prepared. I fixed my heart. Because let me tell you, you know he wanted to kill him. Take his life. Get revenge right there. Nope, my heart is fixed on the Lord. Nope, my heart is fixed on the Lord. Right? Keeping his heart right before God. Because it's all about our heart. God is after our heart. Right? And God said David was what? A man after his own heart. Paul said in Acts 13, 22, and when God had removed Saul, he raised up David to be their king. And David, oh wait, yeah. He raised up David to be their king. And of David, God testified and said, I have found David, the son of Jesse, a man after my own heart. Imagine God calling you, oh my gosh, yes, a man. A woman, a Sasha, let's go. After my own heart, after my own heart, conforming to my will and my purpose. And he will do all of my will from this man's descendants. God has brought to Israel a savior in the person of Jesse, according to, uh, in the person of Jesus, not Jesse. <laughs> Whoops, reel that back. In the person of Jesus, according to his promise. David, let me tell you, he did not do everything perfect. Y'all need to read the story of David. You guys, it's the best soap opera. It's, the, it's better than whatever's popping right now. What is the latest? You know, it was this and that. I don't even know whatever these shows are. They're getting wacky. They're getting wild. Listen to the Bible. You're like, what? They said, what? And they did, what? Oh, my gosh. My life is not that bad. <laughs> my family's not that bad. <laughs> right? Whatever. Look to the life of David. I love David so much. When I was younger, 
I was, I was just praying, and then I just started to talk to David. And then I was like, whoops. And I'm like, God, am I allowed to do that? I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, can you tell him I said? <laughs> it was just hilarious, right? But no, David, he did not do everything perfect. David messed up a lot. But what did he do? He kept the right heart. He kept his heart after God. But David kept fixing his heart, fixing his heart, fixing his heart on the Lord. David wrote most of the book of Psalms declaring, my heart is fixed on you. My heart is established, right? My, he didn't say my heart was perfect. He's like, my heart is confident in you. I trust in you. I'm faithful to you. I am devoted to you. I am determined. I am determined to fulfill your will and your plans. My heart will not be moved. Prepared is my heart. Prepared is my heart. David said in Psalms 103, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. He's saying, bless the Lord, O my soul, with all of my heart and soul. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. He was in a storm. The next time you get a flat tire, the next time you lock yourself out, the next time you stub your toe, the next time you run out and you're counting the change at the grocery store, bless the Lord, oh my soul. Bless the Lord, come on, oh my soul. I have already prepared my heart that no matter what, my heart is fixed on the Lord. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, with all of my heart and soul. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and forget not all of his benefits and his blessings, who forgives all of your iniquities, who heals all of your diseases, who redeems your life from destruction, delivering you from bondage, who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfies your mouth with prosperity, and so that your youth is renewed like eagles. Bless the Lord. Oh, my soul, my heart, my will, my emotions. Bless the Lord with all of my heart. Magnify the Lord and not the problem. Come on, shout for joy, not post the problem. Call everybody, tell them about your business. Magnify the Lord. Raise a hallelujah, right? Thank God. And I thank God. Put on a worship song. Whatever you need to do to change your attitude, to change your thinking, and to start thinking, God is good. God is able. He is more than enough, right? Tell, let me tell you about my Jesus. Not tell somebody else. How many of you know you need to tell yourself? Let me tell you, you Sasha. Let me tell you about Jesus. You body, when you fail in me, let me tell you about Jesus. Come on, you bank account, let me tell you about Jesus. You mortgage, let me tell you about Jesus. Whatever it is, let me tell you about Jesus. Come on. David was fixing his heart on the Lord by telling himself to magnify the Lord and not the problem. Magnify the Lord and not the problem. Have you ever stressed over a bill, over something somebody said, over a disappointment, and you stressed and you stressed and you worked yourself up and you could do nothing about it? But what? You stressed the body. You lost sleep. And then finally you wake up the next day and it wasn't that big of a deal. You st you're still alive. And then you realize maybe I may have overreacted. Maybe they didn't mean that. Oh well. Do you know what I mean? 
Bless the Lord. Magnify the Lord. So when you see yourself getting on that pattern, when you see yourself going that way of thinking, bless the Lord. Magnify the Lord. Fix your heart. Keep your eyes on the Lord, right? David was fixing his heart on the Lord, telling himself, magnify the Lord, magnify the Lord. Because whatever you focus on, you magnify. Whatever you focus on, you magnify. We're going to magnify the Lord, magnify the word. David was telling himself, forget not all of God's benefits. Forget not. Forget not. It's not a lapse in memory. It's a lapse of focus. We know God's word said that. I know. I know. But we've been distracted, right? We've got a busy mind, a distracted mind full of TikToks and this and that. Always learning, never understanding. That's wild, right? We got a generation with so much information. They can quote this podcast and this, and let me tell you about that. Let me tell you about this and that. I'm like, well, did you see it? Did you watch it? Then stop telling me somebody else's opinion. Did you, did you, oh, did you hear about this? Did you hear about that? Oh, okay. Well, did you go? Then don't tell me. Like, Stop being just ever learning but never coming to know. Let's come to know Jesus. Let's come to know his word. Let's speak his word and not just be a parrot of every trendy whatever. Do you know what I mean? Every this and that and this, whatever. Let me get off that horse. Forget not. It's not a lapse in memory, but it's a lapse in focus because of a busy mind, a distracted mind, and an ignorant mind. Let's not be ignorant of the devil's devices. Let's not be ignorant of his schemes. Let's not be ignorant and be so distracted. No, let's come to know who we are in Christ Jesus, right? Don't be so distracted in your heart and your mind that you forget that God is good. So distracted, so stressed out that we forget that God is able. So distracted that we forget that God is for you. He is not against you. God is for you. God is for you. God is greater. He forgives all of your sins. He redeems and heals you from all of your sickness and disease. He delivers you from all destruction. He delivers you from slavery and bondage. He dresses you in loving kindness and tender mercies. Come on, that's the label I wear, loving kindness, right? Show me your Gucci. You're looking all Gucci. No, I'm looking loving kindness. Those love goggles, those love glasses, right? Dressing you in loving kindness and tender mercies. He satisfies you. Stop looking to the world. Will you satisfy me? Will you satisfy me? There's not enough tacos in this world to satisfy you. There is no end of the bag of the chips and you still not satisfied. Anybody? He satisfies you. He satisfies you. There is not enough money in the bank that can satisfy you. There's not enough likes and followers and fame that satisfies you. He satisfies you. He prospers you. He loves you. He renews you. He strengthens you. Let's go, right? We got to take heart and encourage ourselves in the Lord.
Encourage ourselves, cultivate in you a fixed heart, a prepared heart, waking up every day, declaring and preparing and manifesting a fixed heart after God, keeping our eyes on Jesus, keeping our eyes on his word. I fix my heart on you. I fix my heart on you. I trust confidently in you. I trust you. I trust your word. I am confident in you. I am established in you. I am founded on your word. I am founded on Jesus. I am founded on the cross, the redemptive work of the cross. I am a new creation. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. We have a generation you could do all things. You could do all things. You could be anything. You could be anything. No. Without him, I am nothing, and I can do nothing. In him, I can do all things. I can do all things. My heart is fixed on you, oh God. My heart is established in you on your word. I am determined. I am relentless to fix my heart, my mind, my will, and my emotions to surrender to the word. Line up with the word, keeping my eyes, setting my mind on things above. Paul said in Colossians 3.1, Therefore, if you have been raised with Christ to a new life, sharing in his resurrection from the dead, keep seeking the things that are above, where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind. Look at your neighbor and say, set your mind. Slap your neighbor, just kidding. Set your mind, this is how I get, set your mind and keep focus habitually on the things above, heavenly things, and not on the things on this earth, which only have temporal value. They're here and gone. Life is but a vapor. Just one little spray of, of perfume, one little spray of hairspray. That's life. Here and gone. Just temporal value. For you died to this world and your new real life is hidden in Christ, in God. Forget not who you are in Christ Jesus. Don't be so distracted in your heart and your mind that you forget who you are. Don't forget who you are. Forget not. Set your mind and keep it set on Jesus, right? Setting your mind is a choice. Recalculate, recalculate that navigation system. Turn, turn, turn. Next available left. Next available left. Okay, next available left. Make a U-turn, U-turn. Anybody needed a U-turn in their life? Come on. Set your mind on Jesus. This is a choice. Fixing a heart is what? It's a discipline. It's a discipline. Our hearts are fixed on you, oh God. Our hearts are fixed on you. Your will be done in our lives. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen and amen. Let's go. Y'all ready to fix our hearts? Have a heart after God? Amen. Amen. Y'all receive something tonight? Let's go. We just getting started. I'm excited. I am so excited. Fixing our hearts on Jesus. Amen. Amen and amen. Thanks again for listening. To hear more encouraging messages just like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. If you loved what you received, please consider rating it and sharing it with your friends and family. For more information about Love Life and getting connected with us, go to lovelife.church. We love you and are believing God's best for you.